0: of September 11th, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot-descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10th. 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours.
1: Osama bin Laden.
0: The administration knew within the day.
2: Terrorists who committed these acts
3: and those who harbored them.
0: And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-TECH, Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. It was lied to by the Pentagon, the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, well, no one knows what they told it, because they testified in secret, off the record, not under oath, and behind closed doors. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks, because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were failure of imagination, because
4: Nobody in our government, at least. And I don't think the prior government could envision flying airplanes in the buildings.
0: Except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on able danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record-keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC-7's collapse, but that's okay, because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay, because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise him, 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 and her and her and her and him Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan but somehow got away then he was hiding out in Tora Bora but somehow got away Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet, employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists, on the entire planet. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media which told you the hard truths about His head could be seen to move violently forward. And They took the babies out of incubators. And Mobile production facilities. And The rescue of Jessica Lynch. If you have any questions about this story, you are a batshit, paranoid, tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma, you will never, ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. This has been a public service announcement by the friends of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DIA, SEC, MSM, White House, NIST, and the 9-11 Commission. Because ignorance is straight.
5: It's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the
6: first 52. Raz Radio Live from six to eight. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This
4: is the best you got. Someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America sure don't look like much. Angry white guy radio.
7: Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different.
8: The first part of the like Constitution.
5: I love the content. 52
9: Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, six to eight p.m. RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeboat.com. He'll be back.
10: you are tuned into RazRadioLive.com, where, basically, we have a short Mexican charge talk about
3: diversity.
9: It's time for a TF52 flashback. Look,
3: you, sooner or later, you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland... And think that, oh yeah, things are going to get better when we do this, or when we vote this person, or when we when we do that, or blah blah blah. It's it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened, you know, in the past.
9: All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight.
5: Well, hey, but, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. well, before hey. we get off that subject, I mean. Do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? That's going to end up with, with the FBI visiting working. his house.
3: Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country, and but I have I have said it uh, in a in a hidden way. And what I've always, what I will always say is, you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money. And if you take the money away,
9: they have no power.
5: So, So like a fight club scenario?
9: Hold on. on. Like a fight club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there?
5: Oh, I said, uh, I was saying, so amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great, uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth,
9: is it not? Uh yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken.
5: No, no, what, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed
3: though, which is great. Excellent. All yes. right, what is that? The 17th state in the Eight- nation that's uh, done it? 18th, I believe. I mean, you might be right. Might uh, be I might be 17 it already.
9: 18th, I think. It would be the 18th state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. We yeah. we have, what we the hell? Add, which makes yeah. no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. <laughs>
5: Go ahead. That would that would be the 18th state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia.
9: Yes, yeah. yeah, so of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal oh, yeah, in their that. state. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure, right?
3: Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. And like we, we do. That time
9: <laughs> and time. Yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about.
11: The burger's is off as many fucking bitches I can Rob the mullahs with the mullah mullah up in Tehran And if they ban me from sex, I'm having sex on the band Knock up a hot Arabian chick and have a little A-Rap Put together the first terrorist family band Call us the camel hub and sand dwellers from a foreign land I capture my fans in an unmarked van Jump out in black ski mask and chloroform in my hand When you wake up, I'm more board and you for the plans Like damn, you must be working for the Taliban Sending secrets to Osama in Afghanistan You're like, what part of the Bill of Rights do you not understand? Hello, children, come and follow me, do exactly as I do, and be like I be, if you want to live in a country where your kids are free, sleep and sound in a future for your tyranny, who grow up always fearing for their own safety, come on, take a look, get up and see, what's the matter, can't you stand, you got your own two feet, my bad, forgot a can't batch tied to the seat. Good as here. How many years in the clear? Nowhere near a nuclear fear. You think we steer far away? But I hear it every day. Down on the subway, stuck on the ground. Looking round for cats, bearded and brown, carrying rounds, with plastics wrapped around, bound for zero ground. Fuck, they just announced a briefcase was found. With shit that'll kill you without a sound. It's getting loud on the train, people. Going insane Don't worry little girl It's just a game As she screams Mommy's name But mommy's in the same trap. Scratching an anthrax rash Making a mad dash This dash rations This all happens so fast I'm left with no mask This nerve gas What's up my ass Turns insides out Now I'm speaking from my rear And got diarrhea of the mouth Hello, children, come and follow me, do exactly as I do and be like I be If you wanna live in a country where your kids are free Sleeping sound in a future for your dear and me Who grow up always fearing for their own safety? Come on, take a look, get up and see What's the matter? Can't you stand you got your own two feet? My bad, forgot a cag the batch you tied to the seat. Once upon a time, I walked the halls of Congress I was fed up with the bullshit and the lack of progress I took it on myself to try and solve it I was sick of the left and sick of the right So I crept up to the White House on the cover of night Grenade belt on my waist, tech knots from my side Then I saw George Bush, thought it should be by the night So I stuck in his eyes, sliced off the right side Leave only his left rational mind behind You bet that night got sloppy, like blood dripping on the floor While I'm walking the blade through the lobby Every drop represents a dead soldier's body And if you stand my way. Your legs will probably get wobbly, but if you want to be a hero, then just try to stop me. Be known in the news as the first guy to arrive, and the last one dead do to see me alive. Hello, children, come and follow me. Do exactly as I do, and be like I be. If you want to live in a country where your kids are free, sleeping sound in a future free of tyranny. I'll grow up always fearing for their own safety. Come on, take
6: dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time? Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk, Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life, and be more Dog.
0: This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland.
9: That is right. Just the truth and nothing more. You listen to the First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and the D, my friends, and on the D. Welcome, it is Tuesday, March 7th. God bless, March 7th. We're already in another month again. Yet again, we're in another month. It'll just keep rolling month to month to month to month, I guess, until we're, you know, to the next month, and then the next month, and then the next year, and just seems to be going so much faster anymore it really does it's just fast 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 it's like it's 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 never ending it just goes and goes and goes will it end i wonder i don't know i was kind of rambling there all right so here we are another first two tuesday night uh, i'm coming to you live from Lexicon studios down in southwest florida fema region four if you like Ah, it's been a long, long, long week. Today was just a long day in general. i got to be honest with you. Uh, the, the boss just doesn't make sense sometimes. I'm, I'm waiting for that to not be the boss anymore. And it'll happen that way eventually. I look forward to that day coming. Just not coming fast enough. Oof. Anywho, tonight we have Chris Wyatt uh, joining us. Christopher Wyatt. I'm looking forward. I, I don't know much about him. I found him going through Facebook one day. He was on a, on a, a post involving the the vaxxed movie that it came out of what six months ago now maybe even a little bit more uh, and and i liked what he had posted so i friended him and then i started seeing a uh, different posts from him and i guess he's working on a documentary i don't know the name of it yet we'll learn it together and we'll learn about him and what his whole story is and and what he's up to and why he's doing what he's doing everybody's got a reason for what they do uh, i do my I do my whole thing for a reason because I need to get this off of my chest. I need to to be able to to release my feelings on what's going on in the world. I can't just keep it bottled up. I can't just keep trying to to talk to people that that you know I see on the street. That that's why I started doing this. It it had become it had become such a an ordeal for me to do anything, for me to go anywhere, to talk to anybody. All I could talk about were, were these items that we discuss here on this show and other shows. And and I wasn't becoming I, I wasn't having fun anymore. You know, people weren't enjoying my time. So when I got into this, I kind of made this my release for this, for that, to get it out, to, to really discuss what's bothering me. I've got a whole laundry list of stuff we're going to get into before Chris joins us later on in the second hour. But you have to you have to have your release, however it be. However you're going to do it. Some people like to be the the Facebook keyboard t- keyboard tough guy. Some people like to do radio shows. Some people like to Twitter like hell. You know, just Twitter, 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 Twitter. Some people like to do t- TV or or video type uh, presentation. Some people like to protest. Some people like to get out in the street and, and be heard that way. So however your means of of relaxation or, or releasing this. This 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 energy that is built up inside. You have to find it. You have to get it out. You have to release it. It has to be it has to be done. It just has to be done. So that's why I do this. That that's what got me into wanting to do this. That that's that's what drove me here. Uh yes, I am still asking for everybody to email Bubba at show at BTLS dot com. Just hashtag give Raz a chance. That's all. Just give Raz a chance. Put him on. Let him try. Uh, he's been off for a couple days. I know I've sent my email response to uh, to what was said about what I needed to correct. Hopefully, either tomorrow or Thursday, we'll, we'll hear a little more information. They come back tomorrow. Make sure you check it out. Uh, the, Bubba Army. Just search Bubba Army Radio. Check out Bubba the Love Sponge. You know I'm going to promote him because I want him to use me. I want, I want my stuff to get promoted there also. So anyway, got that out of the way. All the, all the little hinky things to discuss are out of the way. I've got a lot of uh, interesting stories. Where should we start? You know, you have to decide where do you want to start your show? What do you want to really get into first? What is the first thing that you want to get into? As you all know, I'm not a big fan of colleges. I'm not a big fan of uh, how we, we've we, we've allowed the, the financial institution to get involved in our colleges yet again. It's a whole other bubble that they're working on on building and, and destroying and knocking down. We've got people that are getting these loans that they'll never pay off. They'll never be able to pay off because uh, they don't have the ability to pay them off because they went and got degrees and things that are useless, things that won't get them anywhere. Uh i'm i'm more for hands-on yes we need smart people we need doctors we need lawyers i wish we didn't need lawyers uh we need people like that in society that uh, might be a little smarter as far as the book work goes but but more in society and what we're really lacking in society is people who can do the job who can physically do it and we argue about why uh why we have all these immigrants coming in? Who's going to pick the strawberries? You know, it's it's almost strawberry season here in Florida. Who's going to pick the strawberries if we don't have migrant workers? Now, who's going to do it? Are you going to go do it? No, we're going to we're we going to bus in the. This is not being racist. Understand that. But are we going to bus in the black guys from the from Jacksonville to come pick the strawberries? No, they're not going to do that. They don't want to do that. So of course we need migrant workers. It's part of what we need in society. So. What what can we do to kind of change that, or 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 how do we make how do we make our children not make them, but how do we get our children understand that there's more to it than just you know run and go get a degree at a school that's useless to you in the long run? Well, we'll find out.
8: You know, I had spent a lot of time working with young people, high school students, college students, and seeing them graduate and say, "I've got all this debt, but I can't find there are no jobs." And then I started working with, I, I switched jobs this was before I launched practice. I started working with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners. And I'm hearing them say, I'm hiring all the time. I just can't find good talent. And I thought, okay, something is amiss here. People are spending all this time, five years on average, thousands of dollars, sometimes six figures. And they're coming out no better prepared to go in and create value and to get a job than they were when they went in. In fact, I would argue sometimes they come out uh, worse because they pick up some habits and mindsets totally totally antithetical. You can just stop right there. That is totally true,
2: and nobody ever
8: says it. College helps a lot of people, also destroys some people. That's real. Absolutely. I mean, we see that all the time. Actually, at Praxis, when people get into the program, if they've had some college especially, we joke about we have sort of a de-schooling process because the mindset of obey the rules, you Sounds know, follow like procedures, idea. chase credentials, chase grades, and wait to be told what to do, and you'll be handed this magical ticket to a job, it's just not true. I mean, if you stand in line with your resume and says, look, I, I have a degree, hand me a job, whether or not you have a degree, you need more than that today but the good news is it's easier than ever to do more than that to demonstrate your ability to create value to to embark on projects and And you know
9: i don't i I don't even know if i agree with the you need a degree uh you know i was very successful early on and and i was stupid and and liked to have a lot of fun so i kind of screwed myself out of out of a good thing Uh, but i was a general manager for a restaurant it was a pizza hut, you know, so be it. But I was 25 years old, 24 years old, running a a restaurant doing yeah $70,000 a week, sixty, seventy thousand dollars 70000 a week, give or take, in food sales. That's a big deal at 25, 24, or 26 years old. Uh, I, again, I I liked the party. I, I had a little too much fun. Uh, I never went to college, but by the time I was... 28 years old, I was making $45,000 a year plus bonus, you know, peaking out sixty, seventy thousand dollars 70000 a year, health insurance paid for, vacation time, the whole night. By 28 years old. Again, I made a lot of stupid decisions, and it pushed me back down. I thank my father all the time. Uh, you know, if you don't know, I do maintenance for an apartment complex. I started here nine years ago almost now with just the knowledge that I had learned from working around the house with my father that's how I learned what i what I knew at that point in time and obviously the military experience and uh shop classes in school different things but but majority of of what I needed when I got here for my job I learned from my father and just from life in general so now eight years later i'm I'm teetering on on taking over the supervisory type position um I've I've gotten lots of training. I, I work on air conditioning. I work on electricity, I work on plumbing. All things that a real man can handle, you know. I mean, and I am not trying to say I'm a real man. I just mean, you know, if you're if you're a real man, you can handle these things. And and I was cleaning pools at one point in time before I started this job. And I remember these men coming to me when I'd be there cleaning their pools, and they would they would ask me the stupidest questions. I I mean, we're talking 50, 60, 70-year-old men. The stupidest questions that, how do you not know this? So I think before college, I guess the point I'm getting to before you go to college, you need to, you need to be forced into some life experiences. You now I started running a rescue squad, an ambulance squad, a volunteer rescue squad at at 16 years old. My first uh, traumatic call, you know, I was about 16 and a half when I started running. My first traumatic call that really got me, that really dug under i just turned 17 i'll never forget it to this day and there's there's a few other calls i'll never forget to this day but they made me what i am they, they taught me a lot of things and these experiences that we that we go through throughout life are an important thing if you just if you just go to elementary school then you just go to high school then you just go to college and, and all your life ever is 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 people taking care of you, people handing you money, you know, make sure you're fed, make sure you're able to party, and you, know, you got rich parents or, or whatever it be, and you never had to really work a day in your life. That's why we're sitting where we're sitting now. A lot of these kids, a lot of these millennials, never really had to work a day in their life. And then when, when the schooling's over and there's no job that's cushy and easy, life becomes horrible for them. They, they don't know what to do because they were never made to work. Again, my first job was 12 years old. I worked at my, my parents' friend's pizza shop. I made pizza sauce. I, I made the dough, and I grated the cheese. And that's what I did. And then I went and worked at a, at a, at a gun club, loading skeet onto a, onto an automatic skeet thrower, sitting in a trap house. And I worked my way up in that job. I got myself up to where I was sitting on the, on the podium, pushing the button and keeping track of the score. So I was like 13 when I was doing that. <laughs> it was kind of weird. They had, you know, 13, 14, 15 year olds paid under the table, sitting on these these towers that were telling, you know, 50, 40, 60-year-old adults what to do with their weapons. It was an interesting thing. The point is, the point is is these these kids nowadays need to realize that there's more that they need to experience and they're just not going to be handed things and that's what we've got the society just wants to be handed everything
8: you can show not just trust this degree but here's what i've done here's what i've built and that's really what we're all about is trying to place people in a position where they can learn by doing
2: so you're in in effect a placement firm for people
8: who are bypassing college want to go right into the workplace is that right It's a a little bit more than that. Actually, it's a lot more than that. But that is definitely a key part of it. So the program, we have a three-month boot camp where if you've got the raw... Drive. If you've got the work ethic, I call it the sleep in your car test. There are people who are willing to sleep in their car to get what they want in life and those who aren't. If no, you've got not push that, All right. the skills can be gained. You can learn those relatively right. quickly if you have that drive. So we we help prepare our participants with this professional boot camp. We help them build a personal website. We help them gain some specific skills that are going to be valuable for some of our business partners. And then we place them in a paid apprenticeship. They're getting regular. Coaching, there's a there's a curriculum along with Praxis and a whole community, and it's really about a mindset that.
9: kind of love the internet. No one's see. I even updated everything. like Listen, I'm doing like 80 up and and 12 gonna, down now.
8: Give me job no, 12 security. down to 80. Up. I've got to create that for myself.
9: Something like that. I don't know. You Whether know what I mean.
8: i actually start a business, I have to think entrepreneurially.
9: He has to think entrepreneurially. Anyway, you get the point that I was trying to make. Uh, the the video is getting kind of stupid now, uh, but but the point I'm trying to make is that we need to to teach our children properly. I I even kind of slacken it with my youngest here, and and uh, it's something I'm going to start addressing and start working on a little better. You now it, it's up to us. It's up to you, young ones listening to me right now. You millennials listening right now that that maybe are on the on the positive side. Of the millennial uh, uh, position, now I'm Generation X. We were we were supposed to be the worst generation, and we actually turned out pretty damn good. We're a little rebellious, kind of stand up for ourselves a little bit. That's okay. And <laughs> it's not the Russians' fault. Yeah, you know, we'll get in the Russians and uh, the well, who was it? Was it uh, who who just buzzed our planes or our boats? uh, 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 I can't find it for some reason. Anyway, we'll get into the to, to Russians and, and all what's going on in the world. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from that whole political end of things, guys, to be honest with you. I don't care. I don't care. We can't control what Donald Trump does. We can't control what the GOP does. We can't control what the Democrats and the liberal crazies do. All we can do is, is ride and protect ourselves. Uh, and that's really where I'm at with the whole process going on over there. I don't – I, I forget it. I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it. That's really how bad that bothers me. I can't even get the words out of my mouth. I can't even get it out. When I come back from the break, because we're going to take a break here in a moment, we're going to get into some TSA news. Obviously, TSA is back in the uh, in the saddle again. <laughs> got to love having having somebody that really just wants to physically assault you. I got to find the article because I just noticed I didn't have that one pulled. Uh, about how they notify the cops, the airport cops, that these uh, these, these pat-downs may feasibly get a little more intrusive. And, and people may complain saying they were sexually assaulted or sexually harassed. <laughs> this is literally what we are pre warned and I'm going to be honest, I didn't redo my breaks this week, guys, so uh, they're going to probably be the same breaks from last week. I mean, at least I'm being honest with you, right? I'm giving you a heads up that it's going to be the same shit you heard last week because I got home late. Uh, I was doing some other things at lunch. So that's what's going to happen. Anyway, uh, we're going to get into the TSA and, and the funness of the TSA. Also, if you remember, years ago, we warned of of, of these, new, these new light posts that they were installing in all the major cities that had listening devices. Oh, guess what they came out with today? We'll get to that and, and much more. Stay tuned, guys. You'll listen to the first 52. We'll be right back to the first 52. Angry White Guy Radio. He'll be back.
0: When you're depressed, where do you want to go? Zimbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your
10: doctor right away if you're depressed.
12: In a new direction.
7: The Lord's forgiven you of everything
13: in your life you don't want there. And you should sure... Your copy of America on DVD. Have your credit card ready.
6: On a mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin up an already raucous debate when on Twitter she on
14: Yo, censor me, deception. You ain't censoring shit. of my, yo, all the senselessness has got me sensing less, nonsensical sentences from the censorship, five senses regret, depressants, stimulants, sensory perception, deception, we on defense, Inventionally intense, technical events, unintellectually infecting us through television sets, couch potato brain, but vegetated as stew, they regulated my views through entertainment and news, infiltrated education. Product placement in schools How I'm rocking my hat How I'm lacing my shoes Eating the shit The media's full speed you got little girls Reading to believe me believe it, bro Everyone's to blame All became a part of this Blinded product the greed We couldn't see the harmonists Artists are charting Marketing offices Planting the artificial seeds And harvesting the narcissus. Yo, it's sensory deception You can't sense my perception Hey, yo, it's sensory deception you sense of my, sense of my Hey, yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Tell me, I hear it, don't want it there. I need it, it's sense of me You can't sense of my perception. Hey, yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, hate. Yo, it's mass murder by Frankfurters and hamburgers. Superstar, suicidal pack. A rival, one we'll dollar you and swallow that. Superficial world where everything's a fallacy. High speed, hook up these from reality. All knowing Android enjoy the avoid us from thinking. Jim Jones, pop cold poison, punch, drinking. We are at war with your regime. Repetitive lines subconsciousness Rebellious rhymes sabotage their reconnaissance Supreme dominance Over the whole populace Hollowed out my head And filled the void With empty promises Bionic I'm finding it ironic They're cutting down the truth To write lies on it Sexual saturation Instant gratification Consumination Missing imagination Mass communication Trapped in isolation Handful of corporations Got a grip But all the stations you know why? It's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor sense Censor all. Sensor all yo. Hey, yo, I touch it. I taste it. I smell it. I hear it. I see it. I it. I hate it. Don't want it there. I need it. Sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, I touch. Taste. Smell. Hear. See.
5: Is that
8: what am <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Raz? Four Toad and Lexi. So I meant Four Toad.
5: Sure. Four oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave.
8: Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi.
2: You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do <laughs> this.
8: You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. It's
7: Dr. Bob Tuscan.
8: It's Bob Tuscan and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that
5: guy Fourtoed. Being a cat can be
6: damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
15: From my rebirth I see with brand new eyes The media lies, the government spies Free world controlled by devils in disguise The television book and at rates to hypnotize As retained by the bitch I MSG supersize Another mother cries for our son's lost life Political greed breeds another genocide No choices left stand up and fight Divided we fall but united we survive Now it's time to put the money in the bitches to the side You'll never truly come up when you live a servant's life I hurt myself
13: today To see if I still feel I focus
15: To the grave I'd rather die free than live like a slave I'd rather speak my mind I won't bite my tongue if you think I've said it all I haven't even begun they bring it to your knees with the and vaccines another line of credit the American dream from Paul revolution 20 million screen but it doesn't really matter to the voting machine now they censor this on YouTube labeled it extreme Bernanke and his lackeys printing only green hit us with inflation annihilate the nation no investigation of the Bush administration obama runs unchanged change He's in his ear, the only thing that changes the puppet in the ear They open up the borders, truth is on our shoulders Focus on the pain, this is the new world I hurt myself
13: today To see if I still feel I hurt myself today, to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain.
6: The shift in information analysis, and it is beautiful. And so, out of this adversity, it's going to get bad. We're going to be tested. Realize that this is evil trying to maintain
10: control. I
16: got to tell you, uh, a lot of times when you have a physical disability, a lot of times people also assume that you're mentally disabled. And I think uh, that I could probably speak. For every physically disabled person out there. Well, that's really annoying. Yeah, but it can also be a lot of fucking fun. Because i got to tell you, here's how I look at it, right? Because if you're allowed to assume, because of the way I walk or the way I move, that I'm also mentally disabled... Then I should be allowed to act retarded. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, I'm a joy at the airports. <laughs> I will scare the living shit out of a TSA worker. <laughs> and they fucking deserve it. Take my lotion, motherfucker! <laughs> now I'm going to get all ashy. <laughs> I'll let y'all crackers marinate on that for a minute. You know how at the security checkpoint, there's three different lines that go up there? There's a coach line, and then next to that is the first class line, and then next to that is the handicap line? That's the one you want to try to get into. (laughs) Because nothing beats the handicap line. And I got to tell you guys, I take more joy. Boy, in walking by a long line of first-class people, just going, <laughs> <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> what? All them miles can't buy palsy, huh? <laughs> I can hear their assholes close as I walk by them. There's one of them now. (laughs) Well, you know what I do when I get to the part where they check your ID? What I do is I put it in this hand. They're not prepared for that. Like, this is not in training at all. It's way scarier than Al-Qaeda. She I know, I just feel lucky, you know. The world gave me lemonade, and I drank that shit, so... Well, off the table because I spilled it. Ain't
15: no sunshine when she's gone.
9: (laughs) It's not warm when she's Uh, away. Guys, welcome back to the First 52, RazRadioLive.com. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone If you've never watched Josh Blue Go check out Josh Blue If you've never watched a comedian with cerebral palsy That's just some funny shit, man It's just some funny she's shit <laughs> if
13: she's
9: gone to stay. Too funny very good, guys. I hope you got a good break on. Uh, obviously, I, I, I had I uh, said I was going to cover something specific when we got back from the break. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. We see that the TSA is, is coming as a resurgent. It's coming back out of nowhere. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand why all of a sudden we got, oh, no, we, yes, I do. Because Trump's got to get all the illegals. Trump's got to get all the illegals out of here. Gotta get them out. He's gotta get he's gotta get he's gotta get the Muslims out, get the Muslims out, get the Mexicans out, get the Muslims out. All we need is good white people. Well, it's almost what it feels like, isn't it? Almost what it feels like. So I guess uh this past week or over the past few months or whatever it be now the TSA is is resurging their lovely head. They're getting ready to Grab your testicles some more. Blew. Amazing! I I just can't believe it. It's happening again. With the the president is for the people, he's gonna make 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 America great again by grabbing your testicles and making them feel numb. I'm just trying to make time up here because God bless it. Videos don't want to load. Play right. Come on now. Cooperate with me a little bit. Just a little bit. Come on, baby. Give it to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, TSA rolls out new pat-downs. Some travelers say they're invasive. Um, imagine that. A government agency being invasive? No, they wouldn't do that, would they? Yeah, yeah I, I've got the spinning circle of death again, obviously. Obviously. The Transportation Security Administration has rolled out changes to pat-downs at airports, which some travelers said result in more invasive screenings at airports. The pat-downs don't involve any additional areas of the body and will still be performed by agents of the same gender as the passenger, the agency said. Previously, agencies used... Several different types, or I'm sorry, previously agents used several different types of pat-downs to choose from after travelers set off the metal detector or were otherwise flagged for security concerns. But the new rules established one standardized pat-down procedure that is more comprehensive. Nico Melendez, well you should probably be pat down a public affairs manager for the TSA. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, he works for the TSA. Niko Mel Melendezzi, a public affairs manager at the TSA, said the procedure was streamlined to reduce confusion and lessen the congestive burden of officers after the TSA faced a record number of firearm detections during the week of February 20th. Agents found... 79 firearms 21 of which were uh, 21 of which were rounded round chambered setting a new record from its highest number of 18 firearms in 2014 now let's let's just let's just look at something here let's just everybody back up calm down calm down and let's just look at something here for a moment how many flights are there a year or forget a year How many flights are there a day? A hundred thousand. All right. So let's, let's say the average flight. And I'm making an average. I'm making guesstimations here. I'm actually kind of trying to make math easy for me. Okay. So let's say, let's say there's a hundred thousand flights a day just here in the U.S. domestically. All right. Again, making numbers up. There's a hundred thousand flights a day. Of that 100,000 flights, there are an average of 100 people on those flights. Right? We're at a million people about right now a day, right? I think that's about where I'm going here. Are we at a million people? Is that about right? So a million people a day fly on these 100,000 flights with 100 people on each flight. Average, right? Just guessing, throwing numbers out. So, So out of this... Million people a day. A million people a day. They found 79 firearms in 2016, 17, 16, 2016. So for 365 days out of the year, at a million people a day, that's a number I'm not even going to try to figure out right now. Okay. I'm not even going to try to figure that number out right now. They found 79 firearms. So you should grab, have your balls grabbed. Your wife should have her boobs just crushed. Your five-year-old son should have his testicles jiggled because they found 79 firearms. Out of what What was the number I made up there? Holy, holy shit, people. Out of those 75, 79 firearms, how many terrorist attacks happened from them that you allowed to get through? Oh, that's not even allowed. That's what they found. So how many got through that they didn't even find? I remember, I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but I remember I was, I was about 18 or 19. I think that's maybe younger. No, I don't think I was driving it. So I think I was, I think I was probably 14, 15. And we were taking my grandpa, rest in peace. Uh, to the airport with my grandma. My grandma lives here at the, the complex with me. And we were going to the airport, dropping them off to fly out. Obviously, this was way pre-9-11. And my grandpa went, oh, shit. They, we got there late because my mother is late to everything. I mean, she's just late. She doesn't know what on time means. She's never heard the word on time. Late is on time to my mother. So we got to the airport late. Okay. So we go in. My grandpa realized he's got, uh, we go in, they can't check the luggage. The luggage has to be carried to the to the jetway at that point in time. Remember, this is a long time ago, with, back when these kind of things happened. So we had to carry the luggage to the jetway, which means we had to take it through security. They had to uh, run it through the radar or the x-ray machines to see if there was anything in there, you know, that they had to worry about. Okay, we do that. Go through that. But well, we don't actually, we don't get to that point, Mike. On the way there, my grandpa looks at my mom and says, uh... I need you to take this briefcase or the suitcase into the bathroom with you. In the one compartment, you'll find a gun. Take that gun out. Go take it back to your car, please, before we get arrested. So she goes, takes a briefcase or the suitcase into the bathroom, pulls the handgun out of it, runs back to the car as we continue forward to the to the jetway with the luggage. She puts it in the thing. End of story, no big deal, no bubbles, no troubles. How many times have 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 stars been? caught oh my god with a loaded gun or or forgot to take a magazine out of a of a, a bag they were carrying on this is just again security theater and allegedly this new pat down procedure is going to be pretty invasive it's going to be pretty invasive and they're actually calling the 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 TSA has released memorandums we've got to love when the government agency puts out a memorandum to all the local police departments in in cities with airlines or airports and to all airport police saying listen we understand we're going to be you know pulling those testicles really hard and you're going to probably get a lot of complaints that we're sexually assaulting them but just ignore them doesn't matter it's all good we've been authorized to grab as hard as we want to because it's for your safety because you know what we've stopped so many things we've prevented so many horrible things from happening i'm willing to bet that of those 79 firearms 21 of which are chambered i'm wondering how many were law enforcement officers traveling that forgot to 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 declare their weapon how many were you know that kind of situation just gotta wonder how many or just concealed carry permit holders who should be allowed to walk on an airplane with their weapon because they are licensed to carry that weapon concealed so that maybe 911 wouldn't happen again because imagine that imagine if a if a well-trained concealed carry permit holder was on flight 11 179 93 would we have the police state we look at now, if that was actually what was going on? That we actually allowed people who have taken training, who have paid their their dollar amount to the queen to be allowed to carry their weapon? Wouldn't it make sense to allow them to carry, to take their weapon with them, to protect Everybody around them? Because that's the whole point of it. All right, so maybe we make a rule that if you're going to be a concealed carry permit holder and you're going to fly with your weapon, you have to show that you have hollow points so that it won't pierce the fuselage of the airplane. Although MythBusters already proved that that's really not a big deal. That's <laughs> all that will happen. It won't blow the plane up. You have a little you know, decompression, but nothing major. It won't blow off the whole side of the plane. But that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We're just going to continue to not allow people who have done the proper things to carry those weapons with them. It's okay. Don't worry about it. All right, guys. Uh, you know, I know it was a quick segment there. It's the way it goes sometimes. You know that. I've got uh, Christopher Wyatt calling up here uh, after the break. I look forward to talking to him. We're going to get to learn about him. It'll be a straight hour of conversation, or give or take, uh, of conversation where we will get deep into what I think and what he thinks of vaccinations and the poisons that they are. I love the content.
1: Don't go anywhere. The first 52 will be right back. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this? and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now, 941-421-0401, and avoid... 941-421-0401. 941 421 0401 If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran don't be scared 941 421 0401 we welcome all We know how it feels to be ignored <laughs> <laughs> dot com. And those
4: people conspiracy theorists they've been crazy but now if they're right, 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 right.
17: What can I get with two? It could get you politically, socially, physically put into the dirt Many swear that there's some kind of conflict of interest within The conflict depends upon what you're interested in You can chant 9-11 was an inside job All day until you say the Mossad And pay closer attention to Flight 175 And the odd cylindrical pod beneath the fuselage then it's 2 plus 2 level addition After you factor in the flight termination systems And flashback to the cast that good rabbi stole September 10th style right down the rabbit hole What can I get with 2.3 You can get unlimited corporate news What can I get with 2.3 You can have any mercenaries you choose It murdered accountants, bookkeepers and budget analysts That side of the building was retrofitted prior to this The withstand bomb blast, the nickname account- And stolen, much less missile equipped, even remote controlling. With system planning, corporation international. The folks to see if you got some buildings you'd like to crash into. But that's impossible without the proper capital. That's why I'm asking you what you would do with unimaginable wealth. So much money you can't delve in it. Enough to buy five presidents and twelve senates, What can I get
12: with two point three
17: two? You can get unlimited corporate. What, what, what,
12: what, 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 what can I get with
17: two point three G? You can have any mercenaries you choose.
9: Time for a TF-52 flashback.
5: Hey, uh, real quick, I want to get your opinion on this, Rob. Uh, I'm just going to read you the headline. I'm sure uh, everybody knows about what happened to Hillary today. Uh, Clinton unable to testify before Congress on Benghazi purported concussions cited.
9: <clears> hmm. <throat> 40%.
5: Well, no,
4: I don't know whether she bumped her head no, uh, she... or not, which generally, you know, bumping your head would leave to a concussion. But uh, I'm a type of guy where... I'm in sales, okay? I, uh, you know, I, I deal in sales. Uh, my job is to get somebody to buy or my job is to take away somebody's money from them who has no interest in what I have or uh, doesn't need what I have, but I, my job is to make them do so. And one of the things that I like to tell them is that, you know, you can make excuses or you can make money but you can't do both and obviously in her case she could make excuses or she could testify but you can't do both and she so obviously chose to make excuses mm-hmm. instead so of testifying and you know if we knew something it was either going to come down to the fact that we would hear what hillary had to say in regards to benghazi and or there would be some excuse why she wasn't able to. And obviously we got the excuse end of it today and uh it's no surprise to me.
5: I'm not a uh conspiracy guy, but I will say that I i, I and it's not just because of my conservative leanings, I do think though that that there's there's gotta be a reason she doesn't want to talk about it.
4: Well now that's-, now that's shifty. That's you talking, right? That's me. Uh I'm not a conspiracy guy either. I used to be I'm a conspiracy dropout. I'm a patriot dropout. I truly am. Believe me, I used to be the guy that was there handing out the DVDs. I used to be the guy there saying, what do you mean? What do you mean you drink the fluoride, you don't care? What do you mean as long as you have a dollar bill to buy your toilet paper, you don't need gold? What do you mean? What do you mean? I was that type of guy that would shove my shit down your throat. Okay, but no longer am I. And now I come from more of a, a, a more conservatively I just like you stated I truly do uh, so I understand exactly where you're coming from on this but the fact of the matter is is that these folks will perpetrate and do everything that they have to do right in front of our face and then tell us a story and we just eat it up like it's candy my friend same thing goes with Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State Hillary Clinton Clinton is the person who who represents us and goes from country to country to country, uh, making relations with these countries. That is her job. When something goes wrong with one of those relations, she is the one who is to be held accountable for. If I'm not mistaken, just days after the the, the what I call from my terrorist or my terrorist leanings, yes, my conservative <laughs> leanings. Did you hear me say terrorist leanings? That's funny. My conservative. Readings is that she called it a terrorist attack, and she said, and it was a terrorist attack. And she says, I
12: am responsible do, 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 do. for this, which it's is
4: true. Skies, it does it's the lies. It's the
18: in the water.
14: The rise of the Chemicals They got ya This tyranny is medical Who shot ya? Military generals Masquerade as your doctor Pills become bullets Then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army Built to slaughter Till men in masks come For your wife and your daughter Now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons disguised as priests and nuns Time to run With no place to go, except Honduras, with a man called Forto Jones, stolen bones, Indeed, the skies with robot drones, Check the infrared, radar for for UFOs, silver and gold, behold, the weather's controlled, by genetically modified hybrid clones, built in bunkers, with subjects under mind control, injected and observed in the combat zone, now come on, it's the chemtrail skies, it's the government lies, it's the
18: poison in the water, than the media.
17: by these criminals, that nerve to cover miracles, scientific warfare, untested medicine, leaving cats in wheelchairs, I have no doubt that they're in the sky, but you gotta pick your point of what you're sorting through, these lies, puffing off of maldehyde when you light a smoke, so ride in the water, steroids in your yoke, it's an ongoing joke, government control, they're laughing at our ass, but we're left out in the crawl, a billion dollar industry perception, they're
15: This is a Jack Blood, your radio gun from Deadline Live.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to The First 52 with Sean,
9: Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. All right, guys, welcome back to The First 52, Live.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and, of course, the D on Disruption Network. I love when everything wants to skip as I'm coming back in. It works well. <laughs> you even hit the post and then it gets all messed up. So anyway, well, we're not even going to play with the music cuz obviously the music doesn't want to cooperate with me. That's the way it goes sometimes. It just, you know, things don't want to cooperate very well. As I told you, going into the second hour here, I've got a, a new a new guest on. Somebody we've never interviewed before, somebody we've never discussed anything with before. So as you guys know that listen to me, I like to to learn about my my guest before I really get into what they're talking about. So Christopher, Christopher Wyatt uh, I want to welcome you to The First 52. How you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me on the show.
9: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christopher, I found you, uh, honestly, through a... I think it was a post about the Vaxxed movie. And, and I saw you on there. I liked what you had posted. And that's when my friend requested you. It was a couple weeks ago. It was only maybe, uh, I want to say, three or four weeks ago at the most. Uh, and, and that grabbed my attention. Uh, I'm a 42-year-old grandfather... Uh, father of three grandfather of one uh my third child is with another woman he is the youngest of my ch- children he's eight years old we uh we we didn't know anything when when we got pregnant with him I, I you know i really didn't pay much attention i'll be honest i really i really messed up in the beginning with my first two children and then my second child i kind of took very serious and i delivered them myself uh we didn't know about the vaccines at that point in time Uh, So we allowed him to get the first couple vaccines in the hospital. Uh, We allowed him to get his three-month vaccine. And after his three-month vaccine, he had developed uh, infant asthma. Uh, So they put him on a nebulizer. They started giving him steroids. And at that point in time, my wife said, you know what? I'm not putting him through that anymore. I'm not giving him those shots anymore. It's not going to happen. I just can't do it. I said, okay, honey. That's cool. You know, and th- about that point in time is when I started researching the conspiracies of the world. And-, and I started realizing that that there's a lot to this this problem with vaccination. So we stopped vaccinating at that point in time. So our son did have some vaccines. Uh, but-, but it definitely brought a problem in our eyes. And that's why we stopped.
2: That makes sense to me. And, you know, I'm vaccine injured. I was injured by the hepatitis B vaccine. And I you know, I can't tell you how horrible, you know, some of the stuff I've been through has actually been. I spent over a year having to use a plastic cup like a child. I I lost feeling in my hand. When I do video now, I have to treat it like it's a life and death situation. It's made me very good with with shooting video and with photography. But you know it comes at a price it's very stressful so so you started this
9: you've started this whole endeavor that you're you're into now and then again i want i need to i need before we get into anything don't worry we got a lot of time i will let you promote what you gotta promote but i need to know about you so you're into this now because you are actually affected by vaccines
2: yes um I took the hepatitis B vaccine. I went to the health department. My which doctor had gave also, me the address.
9: Which I've had also. Just so you know, I was an EMT back in, in the, the late 90s, and, and they made me take the, know, the hepatitis C I had, actually, the three-shot one. But so go Yeah, ahead. I'm that's sorry.
2: actually hepatitis B. Um, that's the one they um, do the three-shot series.
9: Yeah, that, well, that's the one I had. They made me have it because I was at an EMT on an ambulance. I was about 26 years old at the time. Um, and, and then I went in the military after that and got more vaccines. And, and we'll get into my thoughts, but I didn't know you were damaged. I just thought you were, uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I apologize if, if you kind of took that. Oh, away.
2: no, I, I'm definitely damaged from the vaccine. I still cannot play video games. I had to relearn to talk without a stutter. There was a period of time where I didn't have feeling in my hands where I could just, you know, I would sit there. And, you know, I would poke my hand with a knife, and it was like, oh, there's no feeling. You know, I'm poking myself hard enough to bleed, and there's no feeling in my hands. So, you know, I've had some interesting issues. I gained a considerable amount of weight after the vaccine. I'm still working on getting that off. I mean, I've I've got the weight down, but I have a high percentage of body fat, which I'm now working you know at the German and stuff to get that off christopher but, how old you know, are you i am 43 years old
9: okay so we're the same and... age we're the same age just so you know
2: okay all right
9: we're the exact That's same cool. age um I, i'm i'm 42 i'll be 43 in in june so we're, we're the same age uh adults um what why did you get the hepatitis vaccine was it because of a job or was it because of of something why did you have to have it
2: well, I was actually lo- looking for, you know, various jobs. Um, I have worked as a nurse's aide before in the past. I was Medical in field.
9: Studies. Imagine that. Imagine that. Medical field. Go
2: ahead. Can you know, continue? it wasn't something I was exactly considering, but I was like, well, I need a job. I had just moved to New York State. Um, the doctor recommended it, and I'm like, well, I'm going to need it anyway. So he kind of convinced me that that night. I was in the emergency room. They were packing me in ice.
12: And, you know, they told me
2: that I had the flu. My fever was so high, and everything's kind of a blur after that. I remember being just very sick, and then I went home. I thought I was feeling better, but I think that was just me deluding myself. What year was this?
9: What year was this, Christopher?
2: This was, um, like, 18 years ago.
9: So... So, uh, 99,
2: 98, 99. No, it was 2000.
9: It oh, was 2000. Okay. 2000. So I won the military 98 is when I, when I enlisted in the army. Gotcha. So again, we, we will discuss that, but yeah, continue with your off story. Yeah, I'm the dates. It's, it's okay. I mean, I'm sure that's, it's taken a toll on you. I mean, that's, it, it's, I, again, I didn't know. I, I thought you were just an activist. I didn't realize that you were somebody who has gone through this yourself. And now your your profile picture makes more sense. Um, it, it's interesting to learn this, and that's why I do my interviews the way I do. Because I'm kind of taken back right now, because it's you, you've experienced this, you've you've lived through this, and and that's a hard thing to go through. Uh, so you you got this vaccine, and and you ended up in the hospital. Uh, was it the first? Yeah, like was it the six first one? later. Was it the first one, or was it the second, third? Like which period? Of... Oh
2: no, it was the first dose of the vaccine.
9: Okay. And which is an intermuscular shot, which is very painful. It's very syrupy. It's very thick. It's just nasty. It's a
2: very painful shot.
9: Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Go, go ahead, continue. Well,
2: it's just it's scary because like it was like less than six hours later. I'm in the emergency room because I knew there was something horribly wrong with me. I had basically vomited, you know, everywhere. And, you know, I, I lost control of my bowels. I really don't like to admit that. But, yeah, I lost control of my bowels. And they're telling me that I have the flu. They're packing me in ice and they're telling me that I've got the flu.
9: Now, were they aware of the fact that you had just had a vaccine, what was it, a day before or four hours before? Did they know that?
2: Yeah, like less than six hours, you know, and I I told them that I'd had the vaccine. I even remember I asked them, and they told me no, that it couldn't be a reaction.
9: (laughs) Yeah, well, they they, they didn't read the insert, obviously, of the vaccine, because especially that one, because, again, I've had that one. If it's the same one, the intramuscular, the real syrupy, painful as hell. Uh, it says right in there that this could cause major adverse reactions. Um, what I was saying about the military is I remember going in and when you join the military, you go into what 's called reception station and you spend any, spend anywhere from a week to maybe three weeks there and that 's where you get your haircut, you get all your uniforms, you get your medical treatment, and there 's one day where everybody gets their vaccine. And then the next day, nobody can move. Everybody's stuck in bed. You know, there's a few guys that can, you know, still function and move. But it it just makes you, it it really makes you go, man, why why are we doing this? Why are we putting this in our bodies?
2: Oh, absolutely. It makes me shake my head. And now, you know, with this current thing that they're doing with the mumps outbreak where they're not, mandating a third MMR they're now just secretly you know well we'll we'll take this to places where there's supposedly an outbreak and we will give people a third MMR that just you know it infuriates me because I know what they're doing it's like no people are not going to go for a third MMR so we'll just sneak this under the radar and I'm I'm just like shaking my head because I'm so angry and I just don't know what to say you
9: know well a lot of people don't realize that a, a lot of these the myth of vaccine is that it's it's eliminated these diseases and if you really research and you look into the history of these diseases prior to the vaccine coming out they were naturally uh, degrading on their own. That's what happens the body you know you, you have a lot of people die all of a sudden and then the humanity the, the, the way humanity works, it adjusts its its resistance to things, and then everybody's okay after that. Naturally, it just happens, you know. And people forget that they want to they want to rush everything. They want to make everything so much more uh, uh, single serving or so so quick. We have to have the answer now. We have to stop it now. We can't have people die. But maybe we need people to die sometimes, and I don't mean that negatively. But you get what I'm saying, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. I understand what you're saying. And I've done a lot of research on the childhood illnesses, and it kind of happened by accident. After I was vaccine injured, right. I actually am a collector of old medical books and um, children's books. That's what I was collecting at the time. And those were actually the first things I started looking at was the old medical books, just out of boredom but then I hit a few things about how measles was really mild and I never will forget it. This doctor was talking about how measles was very mild. And this was a book from the forties and I can't remember the title of the book, but he was talking about how children would figure out older kids would figure out that it was instant time off school and would catch the measles on purpose. And then, you know, boom, it's like two weeks off school for them. And I'm like, well, if it was a deadly disease, why are they doing this? Right. And then, you know, I had a bunch of other children's books that were geared towards like medical stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, they're painting all of this stuff as being very mild.
9: It's funny you say and, that. It's funny you say that, Christopher, because I run uh, uh, what I call Doc Days, and today, because you were going to be on, I ran documentaries that c- covered nothing but vaccines. And I know that I was 1943. I can't remember the title of the book. Uh, but it was one of the first books and it's in the the article you shared you shared an article the 30 uh, the 30 most important research papers that nobody talks about or something like that and and the tw- the oh first- yes
2: I, I shared that through the liberty yep
9: exactly which and, that's, I'm a writer that, and that, oh I didn't know excellent well, well again we're gonna promote all your stuff we'll get to it because I know you got a documentary you're putting together you need people to interview for that uh, hopefully we can connect to some people for you uh, but the, the point is, the, the main point I'm saying is, is this stuff is there. It, it's people always say, show me the research. Show me the the information saying that vaccines cause autism or vaccines are dangerous. Well, it was there. It was there in the in the in the early 1900s, you know, 1919, 1920, when when vaccines really started getting. Uh, their first build-up, it was there in the 1940s, it was there in the 1960s, it was there in, in the in the late 1990s with, uh, with Wakefield, who obviously is, it, it's coming out now, just uh, a few months ago, there was an article that came out talking about how uh, people with autism have a, a, a stomach issue, they have a digestive problem, which, hey, guess what, that's what Wakefield said in 98. Absolutely,
2: that's exactly what he said, and, you know, I am shocked when I learn all of this stuff. I recently talked with my mom a couple, well, I spoke with her a couple of years ago about this, and I looked at my vaccination record, and I found out something really interesting. My mom let me know that I'd had a bad reaction to the oral polio vaccine that they used to give on the sugar cube,
12: mm-hmm.
2: and I found out that I did not have the MMR as a child. I had a single-dose measles vaccine. So that was an interesting thing I found out, but I found out that I could not walk for four days after the oral polio vaccine. And I'm just like shaking my head. If I didn't have the regular vaccine schedule that they gave back then, or even the vaccine schedule that they give now, I'm not certain we'd be talking right now.
9: Well, and there's a slow buildup. I mean, think about it. If you've had multiple reactions, just like you're saying, you, you if you would have got a flu shot every year, you may be dead already. You know, it, it could have definitely pushed you into a, a bad situation. And, and that's part of the problem. That That's, we don't see, we we don't see, most people don't realize that $2 billion a year is paid out through the vaccine, vaccine inj, injury court. Every year, you know, all this money is being put out to pay for the damages done by these vaccines. I, I, I mean... My family's pretty good with it. So I, I, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's kind of weird.
2: Well, what I've seen that they're doing is they scare these people to death. And, you know, now that they've run out of childhood illnesses to scare people to death because
9: who would have ones. thought
2: in the 90s that they were able to push the chickenpox vaccine? They're now using the HPV vaccine on people.
9: Well, you know, if you rec- recall, we've just seen the resurgence. The 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 the, uh, the, the bird flu, all of a sudden it, was, it popped up in China or Japan, one of the two. And, and now they're talking about it in one of our local, you know, in an, an American uh, facility, the bird flu has arrived yet again. That was one of the fake ones. The swine flu, obviously, was one of the fake ones. Uh, I remember when that happened. We took our son. This was, again, right when we were having the... The end of the vaccine, he was getting the ricing. Um When you have a child, they have sometimes they have these poops that they call rice poops, which where it's it's very white. It almost looks like cooked rice, and and I've come to realize that's really very a, a, a part of a reaction to vaccines.
2: That makes sense. That makes sense. The body has been toxified,
9: and it doesn't know what to put out. All right, so let's get back to, all right, so you went in the hospital. Uh, this was 18 years ago. You, you've you got this major fever. Uh, it was a response to the hepatitis B vaccine. What happened from that point then for you?
2: Well, basically, they sent me home the next morning, and I remember when I got home, I because I was living in a second floor, one room efficiency apartment because really I couldn't afford anything else. And I remember I couldn't get up the steps. I practically had to crawl up the steps. I mean, it was sort of this pulling yourself up kind of thing. It wasn't normal. It wasn't normal. And I just was like, well, you're tired. So I laid down. And when I got up, I remember that walking, it was like, I was shaking. I was shaking. And that's what I remember. And, you know, for a very long time, I basically, when I walked, it was like when you see a very old person who can't keep their balance. I was like that for over a year.
9: Man. Now, as you go through this, you you think about this happening to somebody and, and how your thought process goes. Did you... When did you, did you correlate it to the vaccine immediately or was it later on that you started researching going, wait, this started at this point? Or did you know immediately it was the vaccine?
2: I knew immediately. It was just this gut feeling. And, you know, I can't, I can't tell you. It's just, you know, everything in me was telling me it was the vaccine. And, you know, I also think that whatever was telling me that also drew me to look at the the old children's books, the old medical books. And, you know, I'm kind of glad that that was my starting point at looking at this stuff because it gave me, you know, this understanding that they are lying to people and they're preying on people. That's That's what they're doing. That's preying on people. that's,
9: That's absolutely funny that you say that because if you do have older medical books, and it doesn't have to be that old. I mean, it Get in the 60s, because I have a few floating around from then, even cookbooks. Anything from back then, you'll see a total difference of how they present information. And and I study, I was an EMT, like I said, I started doing EMS when I was 17 years old. We're the same age, so it was 93 when I started doing it, right? 94, 93. Mm-hmm. And the the training I got then, even, was different to what I've seen In more modern times and as a father as a grandfather i've tried to interject to my children hey pay attention to this i I can't tell you what to do uh but you have to pay attention to vaccine so now we're at the point where you've moved on you're, you're you've you've rehabilitated you've learned how to speak properly again you've got all your motor functions together you are now trying to to present this to people uh, how long have you been working on trying to present this to people
2: i have been working on this for about actually about 10 years in one way or another i had been very active about 8 9 years ago i decided well i wanted to do a documentary and there were several like false starts for for the documentary, that's a probably but, about.
9: That's probably about when you got everything back under control again, about eight nine years ago, right?
2: Um, yeah, about that time, and right. you know, I'm still working on getting things back under control because I still have neurological problems from whatever happened from the hepatitis B vaccine. Right. I still occasionally drop things. Um, like I said with my camera work, I have to treat it like it's a life or death situation.
9: okay go ahead i'm listening
2: you know it just it. i had to pause for a second just because oh. it it boggles my mind you, ha, you have done. to get everything
9: back flow so you're still to that point uh you, you know you you had to really kind of pause for a second and get everything flowing and and the thought pattern back in the head again is that what you're telling me right there
2: yeah because it, it it feels like it happened to somebody else it's so horrible but it feels like, you know, you're watching a bad movie and you're watching it happen to somebody else. But, you know, it's happening real. You know, it's, it's real. And, and, you know, I don't wish this on anybody. And that's why I decided to start this documentary because I know that the drug companies are lying to people. I know that they're preying on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to start at the root Cause of, you know, all of the lies that they use to push vaccines, which is the childhood illnesses are somehow deadly. I mean, we went from measles and mumps being the plot of TV shows and children's books to, oh my God, you know, there's a death watch and you're going to die if you get this illness.
9: There's there's money to be made, my friend. They got to make their money.
2: Absolutely. And they do it by scaring people to death.
9: You know, I, I got to be honest, Christopher. I, I've done a lot of interviews. I, I, I've got almost 200 shows under my belt over a five-year period of time. I've done a lot of interviews, and your story is is it, it's really it's touching me. I, I mean, it, it's it makes you think that it can happen to anybody because that that very easily could have happened to me also. You know, having these issues that you discuss and. and I couldn't imagine, you know. I got a a scare with my son with that asthma that I was talking about. I really think that was vaccine induced, and I think we got lucky with him. That's why we stopped vaccinating. And and, I mean, it's just it's it's really it's really impressive, man, that you that you've grown through this. Let's get into your documentary and what you're trying to do because I know you're reaching out for uh, for people who have have had some of these mumps outbreaks i've got a couple articles pulled up here that i want to get into with you that talks about these things but and one of them's in rochester where are you at first of all if you don't mind like what region i'm
2: in syracuse new york
9: okay you know i've got a lot of good people up there in syracuse uh they just started a new new station up there the the disruption network which you're actually on right now uh it's a syracuse-based internet station good guys uh, they do a lot of the comedy shows up in that area. Uh, I want to get you in touch with them because maybe this would be something that they could uh, expand on a little bit more, and I, that that'll be a good thing you can get in studio. I wish you were in studio with me right now because I would love to to be able to, A, shake your hand for, for what you're going through, but also, B, just I get a connection with people. I like to see people's faces when they're discussing what they're going through, and this is pretty... I mean, you really got me here. You really have grabbed my attention. This documentary you're trying to do—you're asking for people who have have gotten this outbreak with the mumps recently, or have had issues. Uh, let's get into that. Let's get into your vaccine or your your vaccine. Okay.
2: Let's well, get into your documentary. Do, <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying to do is there's a couple different things. Number one, I want to connect with the parents or individuals who are vaccine injured. And hear, you know, their story. And I'm doing it in a way because everybody has a cell phone now. I'm doing this, you know, where all people have to do, just pull out their cell phone, get in good lighting, tell your story. Then I'm trying to get in touch with people who have had the various childhood illnesses. I'm trying to actually connect with families that are actually seeking out the childhood illnesses because I know a lot of families still are seeking out chicken pox and the other childhood illnesses because they want that natural immunity. I am trying to interview with those people. And then finally, trying to get in touch with, you know, these students who are hit by the mumps outbreak and the other things. But I'm kind of fortunate. I never had a childhood illness as a child. I'm actually willing to expose myself because I want to show people that, yeah, these things, they're not comfortable, they're not fine, but they build the immune system. And they're not going to kill you if you take proper care of yourself. And that, I am pretty much willing to throw myself into the documentary.
9: You know, that's what I've always heard is is nursing care is the most important thing with any of these major diseases, whether it be mumps, whether it be the flu, whether it be measles, uh, you just need to be cared for. You need to stay hydrated, you need to stay comfortable, and you need to let your body do what your body should do. I mean... the. I'm not a religious person, all right? I'm an atheist, but I do believe that we, our body was built by whoever built it or or developed it or whatever. It, it's made to take care of itself. And if you really look at the history of medicine, as we've advanced, we got to this point where it was really good and then we went to where it's really effed everything up from that point forward.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that I found when I started doing my... Um, research on all of this was, you know, back a few years ago they started using cancer Um, they started using the measles virus to fight cancer well, the odd thing that they don't tell you is people who have had measles probably would not get that type of cancer they've shown that people that have had measles and mumps have a lower risk of dying from stroke or heart attack if they have a stroke or heart attack when they're older
9: and let's not forget that in the '60s they they had SV40 and the the uh, polio vaccine. Uh, which, oh, yes. which, which is a cancer causing agent. It, just, it, cancer, is what it is. And then they wonder why a bunch of black people got cancer after they had that that vaccine. But that, you know that's not that's not my place to say anything about it.
2: It's frightening. It's absolutely frightening. You know, in the '90s they started vaccinating for chickenpox. Well. Suddenly, there's a giant, you know, spike in the elderly people who have shingles. And then they come back a couple of months ago. um, There was a study done by one of the major colleges that says, you know, by the way, having chickenpox lowers your risk of a certain type of brain cancer by like over 20%. And I'm like, why are they not immediately suspending this vaccine? Why are they even giving a vaccine for... You know a minor illness and you know it all goes back to the profits for the drug companies
9: i I remember having chicken pox when I was about i want to say I was eight or nine years old when I had my chicken pox and I remember just picking the pox out of my hair and and pulling them down because you know the the, the hair was growing through it and just pulling it right off and just it was a, it was a couple days off it was relaxing it was you know hey it was cool it's part of what being a kid was getting the chicken pox <laughs> why, why are we taking childhood away?
2: That makes sense to me. My mom put me around every kid in the neighborhood that possibly had chicken box.
9: I never caught it. So you never had a chicken box?
2: No, and believe me, she had me around my cousin Brian, you know, and she had me around, um, let me see, my, my, both of my brothers, you know, my sister. I mean, you know, it was like I was around a lot of people that had it, and I never caught it.
9: So you had a natural immunity to that, and then they, they had to try to prevent something that probably you would have never got anyway, and it, it totally, you know, destroyed your life.
2: Yeah, well, I never had the chicken pox vaccine. Thank God for that. No, I'm, talking about the,
9: the, I'm talking about the hepatitis B vaccine that, you know. You oh, that one there, of...
2: yes. That completely destroyed my life, and you're absolutely right. You know, probably very little chance, you know, because hepatitis B happens primarily in people who are IV drug users or who are sexually promiscuous and are unsafe, and I am none of those things, so. You know, the chances are pretty low. I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but I just don't see it happening.
9: Uh, you know, you're not saying you couldn't get run over by a train either, but, you know, it probably probably won't happen. Exactly. <laughs> well, See, well, that's that. That's the funniest thing is people, you know, like, because I don't vaccinate my child anymore, and a lot of people know that. I'm pretty public about that. Uh, you know, I've had people, oh, what if your kid get the tumor growing on his back? And I'm like, well, you know what? chances are since i don't vaccinate him anymore he won't get a tumor growing on his back because i'm not injecting him with stuff that's going to cause cancer which really wasn't there before modern medicine
2: you make a very good point with that you make a very good point
9: it's one that you really have to think about go man you know why do we we want to try to make humanity such a better thing and I, listen i'm all about humanity i want to I want us to grow. I want us to, to embrace each other and move forward with life and make the world a better place. We don't need uh, the pharmaceutical companies to help us with that. We don't need the military-industrial complex to help us with that. We don't need a government to help us with that. You know, I, I think we can do that pretty well on our own if people just let us do it.
2: Absolutely. And you know, that's one of the reasons that, you know, I got into doing documentaries. That's why I'm doing Spotting the Truth, which is the name of my documentary. I'm not sure if I mentioned that yet. Well, no, we have not, imagined.
9: I'm glad you yeah. So that that explains the picture you got with the kid with the Is that that's not you in that picture, is it?
2: No, okay. I wish that I was that young. Well, <laughs>
9: You know, I look pretty young for a 43 year old, so I, you could look young. You could look like that. I, trust me, you could. So spotting, spotting the what?
2: Spotting the truth, spotting and the, the truth. subtitle for the film is actually a film for the people, by the people. Because I'm having everybody shoot this on cell phones, and, you know, sending me the footage.
9: Do you have and a Go Fund Fund me. that's how
2: the documentary is going to be made.
9: Do you have a GoFundMe or, or a, a site to help you uh, finance this, or are you just kind of doing it on your own?
2: I'm doing it on my own, and there's a reason for that. I'm going to eventually do a GoFundMe for completion funds for editing and stuff like that. But the actual documentary itself, I'm doing that 100% free because I don't want anybody to come back and say you know that anybody was paid or anybody was coerced into what they said. Um, I want this to be the raw, you know, unvarnished truth about what these vaccines are doing to people. And you know, I want to end the vaccine lie pretty much.
9: You know, Christopher, I'm glad we met. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of money, but I have a lot of people I know. And uh, if there's anything we can do over here, please stay in touch with me. Uh. Again, oh, I know a lot of people I, I could help you out, and and we might be able to help you uh, get this produced, if not get the attention for it. Uh, this is something that's very important to me. This is something that um, beyond your story of what happened to you, and, and again, I had no, I had no clue you were damaged yourself. Uh, I just know what I've experienced with my child. I know what I've experienced in my own life. Um, from from my military experience i really think that some of the vaccines i received when I went in the military has caused me issues uh, a lot of intestinal issues uh, a lot of things like that that i suffer through on a daily basis and i'm i'm able to, to work through them and, and and function still and and do my job and and be a parent but i know in the future in the next 15 20 years i have a I have a very bad feeling that It's going to be more of an issue. And I think that as we are able to address these things and bring them, you know, nobody wants their child to be hurt. Nobody wants their their adult child to be hurt. And we just, we try to do what's right. We try to do what everybody tells us is right. But if you don't know the difference, if you don't know that there's an alternative to the truth that they tell you is the truth, you you can't make an informed decision. And that's all we're trying to do. You know, uh, you need to understand what you're getting yourself into when you're going to be your child or yourself that you're going to vaccinate.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I tell people, you know, to eat real food, to get up, exercise, and to not really worry about these illnesses. But if they hear of, you know, somebody who has got one of these things like mumps, measles, You know, allow your child to get these things. You know, correct what we are doing wrong, and we have to start somewhere. And I believe, you know, that we only have a small amount of time to correct what we've done. Otherwise, I'm really scared for future generations because you're already seeing, you know, children who have, you know, profound learning disabilities. Mm -hmm. They've got neurological problems. They've got just so many problems and it's because I think that we are poisoning them and it's from cradle to grave and it's even before they're born now with giving, you know, pregnant women all of these
9: vaccines. Yep, absolutely. And you know what? And then we, we, we spin them into this thing. We vaccinate them t- till they're sick as hell. And then we medicate them for ADHD, which is probably caused by the vaccination. I mean, just saying, maybe, possibly, could be a causation. And then as they get into adulthood, we have to medicate them with antidepressants because we've screwed them up from birth. Exactly what you're saying.
2: Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think that these childhood illnesses were meant to happen, I think they, because they've been proven to detox the body. I think that the human body over time, you know, adapted to have these things, but you can't tell the pharmaceutical industry that because they just want to add another dose. Well,
9: I they mean, they, look they, what they're do- they want to de-adapt the body so that they can treat the disease. They don't, they don't want the disease to go away. You know, some, a lot of these diseases probably wouldn't even be in, 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 In reality, we wouldn't have mumps, you know, a couple hundred cases of mumps every year if we weren't vaccinating. Because I personally believe that the vaccine is what is continuing the the, the disease. If we would have allowed the disease to naturally be eliminated, it probably would have never resurged. It would have never been an issue. Maybe here and there, but not like what we're seeing.
2: No, what we're seeing now is not natural. I mean, the way herd immunity... Like the way it used to work was, you know, these things would come in waves every few years. Boom, it would be done with. You know, you'd move on. And I believe over time, you know, some of these things might have actually just gone away on their own, 100% like you're saying.
9: Well, unless you got a government messing around and trying to make things better, uh, they're trying to tell you how they can make it better. Uh, I want to let's get into this real fast here. This is the, uh, the, the CBS Minnesota story. Rochester, 71 Rochester students ordered out of class over vaccination concerns. Now, I want to read through this real fast, uh, Christopher. I want you to, uh, to listen. And, and I, I'm going to point out one factor as we get through it. So just give me a moment here. Dozens of dozens of students in one Minnesota school district were ordered out of class Wednesday. The Rochester school district says 71 students failed to provide documentation that shows they received their vaccines. Rochester Public School Board members voted last week to enforce a state law that requires students to be immunized or be officially exempt for reasons such as health or religion. Students had to submit the proper paperwork on the school district or to the school district in order to prove they are exempt by Wednesday. The Rochester School District said the decision to prohibit students from attending class that did not have official documentation that they received their vaccines is simply enforcing state law. Some of the vaccine requirements by the state of Minnesota include measles, mumps, chickenpox, and tetanus. The deadline falls the same week two Minnesota wild hockey players fell sick with mumps, one of the vaccinations the state requires. Now that's the main sentence right there. Keep that in mind. Uh, Dr. Gigi... Kaula, Doctor Gigi,
10: Doctor Gigi
9: of Children's Minnesota <laughs> believes this highlights just how important immunizations are to people's health. Health. I think that's an important highlight for why it is just so relevant to be talking about this, protecting kids, and they save kids' lives. She said, "Rochester Public Schools claimed principals and office staff." are continuing to work with families for proper documentation and will continue to throughout the day. The impact on students are reportedly spread fairly evenly throughout the district. Students removed from class will be immediately eligible to re-enroll when they submit the proper paperwork. Give me your papers. Uh, The biggest thing I get out of that is the deadline falls on the same week two Minnesota Wild Hockey players fell sick with mumps one of the vaccinations the state requires. But they don't tell you whether those two hockey players had the vaccine or not. That's where they play the game.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I'm certain that they were vaccinated. I am too. Um, I know that a couple years back there was a mumps outbreak and then there wasn't a mumps outbreak. I honestly believe (laughs) that, you know, these vaccines definitely to a certain degree, you know, shed and, you know, get other people sick.
9: Yeah, I agree and, with you all totally on that one.
2: You know, I'm wondering how many cases of mumps happened last year where they just called it something else, like tonsillitis, or you know, misdiagnosed as strep throat. But now they're looking for it because they've got an agenda to push another dose of the vaccine, and it's really scary because, you know, I had somebody get in touch with me. Um, And, you know, I spoke with this person on social media, and they were telling me that something didn't seem right, that they were pushing this vaccine, and, you know, they were on the fence about it, and I believe I pretty much talked them out of it. I showed them a lot of evidence that, you know, something's very wrong with this whole scenario.
9: I hope you did, Christopher. I I, really hope you did. I, I, I honestly hope you did, because that would have hopefully change the life of somebody. Listen, we, we, we know that it doesn't damage everybody that gets it. I get that. And I understand that the science behind vaccination is is probably an, a decent science. It, it's something that, that could be good. And I'm not saying I don't believe that. But I also don't trust the people that are making these things. I don't trust the government that is trying to shove you know, when, when you and I were children, we had, what, 16, maybe 20 vaccines by the time we were 9 years old. Nowadays, children are getting 69, upwards of 78 vaccines by the time they're 2 years old. That's a problem.
2: Oh, it's a huge problem, and you got to look at who's making these vaccines.
9: Well, yeah, the, I, the
2: majority I, of childhood vaccines are made by a company called MERS imagine that, Merck
9: Merck. made by oh. okay, okay you're right dude you're 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 absolutely right all right Christopher um, dude this has been a great interview I really enjoy talking with you um, I want to help you in any way I can uh, anything that raz radio can do anything that any of my affiliates can do I know I can talk them into helping you out um, give everybody because I know you're looking for specific things you're looking for people who have been affected with measles. Uh, measles you're looking for um, people damaged by vaccines. And you're, there's one. there's I know there's three major people you're looking to talk to for your documentary. So uh, spout all that out. Spout where they can get in touch with you. And, and, again, spotting the truth is the documentary you're working on right now. So so give it, get everybody up to date and how they can get to you.
2: Okay. First off, I want to say people can give me um, – they can send me an email at forcedanarchy.com. At gmail.com, or they can find me on Facebook. My name is Christopher Wyatt, and I'm the guy with the spotty face picture, so pretty easy to find. And, you know, they can also read what I have to write on the LibertyBeacon.com, but, you know, I just want to say real quickly what I'm looking for. I'm looking for families that are vaccine injured. I'm looking for families that, you know, seek out natural immunity because they're out there and, you know, they need to come forward because. You know, this will help other people seek natural immunity, and I'm looking for people that are in the midst of these outbreaks of mumps or any of the other childhood illnesses because I need to get interviews. And it's easy. All you have to do is use your cell phone in good lighting, make a good video, and I'll be able to use it for the documentary.
9: And then you can really grow into into something else and maybe get a lot of attention to this problem. And we can move to the next level of, of how adults are damaged by it, how, how the, the introduction of, um, what was that one they were giving all the girls, Vi- uh, Gardasil, you know, how that.
2: The HPV vaccine, yes. that is going to actually play into my documentary because it's not just the girls who are being harmed by this vaccine. Yeah, they're... Absolutely. And the drug companies are counting on the boys not coming forward. They're giving the vaccine to children as young as nine years old. They're giving it to college students and bribing college students with gift cards. I know um, right here in New York that there was a program last year where they were giving kids $200 gift cards to American Eagle if they completed the series.
9: Selling your your, your health and the safety of your own body for, for a materialistic, thing i mean that's just horrible man christopher i really appreciate your time tonight my friend uh anything i can do for you stay in contact with me Uh, i'd be happy to try to help you get on some other shows get your message shared um again you really impacted me because i didn't know the angle you were coming from and and i really respect what you're doing and i i I, anything i can do to help you man i want to be there okay
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know I appreciate this. I really appreciate
9: this. All right, wonderful, Christopher. We will talk to you again soon. Uh again, reach out to us. Guys, make sure you go follow him, give him any support you can if 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 you have a child that you saw something weird after a vaccine, maybe they recovered, but you saw something weird, give him a call, give him give him a message, give him a video, tell him what you experienced. That's what he's looking for. Christopher, we will be talking to you again soon, okay, my friend. Have a great night, and take care. You too, Bye-bye. brother. Peace out. There goes Christopher. I, I appreciate what, you know, and again, I, I, I kind of got teary-eyed a little bit. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize that I I had invited somebody on that that had to go through the horrors and the suffering of, of rebuilding his life. He had to rebuild his life. He had to learn how to talk again. That's what he had to do because of vaccine injury, because of vaccine damage. It's not okay. It's not okay, my friends. You're listening the First 52. I appreciate you being here with me tonight. You know I love you guys. You know we'll be here next week. Christopher Wyatt, go find them, support him. Send Bubba an email. Tell them to give Raz a chance. The D, Disruption Networks. I'll be on with uh, Z tomorrow, about 5 o'clock. Check it out. Love you guys. Peace. Be safe.
7: Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused. Just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time the dirt to see grace What i'm trying to be real they tend to be fake when i'm risking it all with no time to waste fuck this red race i'm leaving this place it's time to blast off destination space Please don't go. And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home. But right from day one, I've been in this alone. With arms stacked against stuff and drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Ali, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now it's time to connect It's an SOS, the death. Wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful asylum with the light shown from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the earth
1: Behind us in the
7: universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free and guided through the beautiful The silent with the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown.
14: You guys, you guys, thanks. First 52 is the bump diggity.